BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hey guys, I'm Whitney Port and this is With Wit. A lot of you may know me from reality TV and the reality is a lot's happened since the hills. With Wit is dedicated to having real, raw, and occasionally ridiculous conversations with the people who have had a profound impact on me. Life-changing moments, life-changing people. Because on With Wit, very little is off limits. Hi guys, how are you all? I'm so, <laughs> I'm so excited to be here. This is my first ever live podcast. Is this your first live podcast too? Yep. Okay, so if you guys don't already know, this is the lovely Caitlin Carter. If you've watched The Hills, you've probably seen a little bit of her. But Caitlin and I have known each other for like a couple years now. Mm-hmm. And we instantly connected and you've really been like one of the closest people on the show that I can actually confide in, which has yeah. been really nice. Okay. But I was um, on Google and I was like looking for info on you and I found out that we share your half birthday is my birthday and my birthday is no. your half birthday. <laughs> That's what you didn't want to tell me before. Yeah, exactly. I was like, I'll leave that for the surprise on stage. That. That's my big surprise. Thank you. So I thought a lot about what only like a 30 minute conversation with you would look like because there's so much I want to cover, but only so little time. So... As I was like pacing around in the kitchen with my husband last night, I thought about three different things. One was definitely the hills and our experience on it. The other one was just building a business in the Instagram age and just your general ideas about social media. Mm-hmm. And then the last one is just like, how are you so hot? <laughs> And what do you do to, like, maintain it and be you? Because I need to know all your secrets, as I'm sure all you guys need to know as well. You're so So, cute. (laughs) So, okay, I have my... I'm a little nervous, you guys, I have to admit. Like, it's not every day that I'm doing public speaking. So, thank you. (laughs) Thanks, guys. Okay, so, did you watch The Hills, like, when it was originally first on? Yes. Okay, and, like, how real did you think it was when you watched it? I thought it was completely real. You did? Yeah. Okay. And I wanted it to be my whole life. You did? Well, like, I wanted your job so bad. That's what I always wanted. That or Lauren's. Right. That's what I was going to ask you. Like, when you were growing up in New Hampshire, right? Mm -hmm. When you were growing up there, like, what did you envision yourself doing? Like, was it being in fashion, like, what you saw on the show? 
No, not at no. all. I never thought I would work in fashion. And even though what I wanted to do was writing. Yeah. So that was why, like, I loved whenever you guys worked for the different magazines. Right. Because that was what I really wanted to do. Okay. And I don't know. If, I feel like it was kind of our generation that was so obsessed with working for, like, the Cosmopolitans and the L's. I don't know if everyone's still like that. but Yeah. Like, but I, that's all I wanted to do. So Babs worked for a magazine. So I went to school and studied writing. Mm-hmm. And then... I also thought about working actually in medicine. Like I got, I did all my pre-med courses in undergrad. Oh my so, God. Yeah, is that, I was really all over the place. Well, I mean, sometimes you have to like try out all those things before you know what you actually want to do. And, well, and then I worked in finance. It was like the, the weird. <laughs> the polar term. opposite. Yeah. 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 So, and yeah. you realized that you didn't want to work in finance. Well, yeah, I guess that was never really the plan. It was just the job that I got right out of school. And so I went with it and I actually really loved it. It was really challenging because I was working with super smart people all yeah. the time, every day. Yeah. Um, so I loved that for a while. But eventually I got to the point where I was like getting a little older and I realized I, if I'm going to do something different, I need to do it now. Yeah. So, so what made you actually want to move to L.A.? Was it watching things like The Hills or did you always have this dream of moving to a big city or... I always wanted to leave New Hampshire. Yeah. I mean, I love New Hampshire, but it was just, it was a little too small for me. Mm -hmm. But I didn't really think L.A. And then I met a guy, and then, like, as it happens, and then. Yeah. <laughs> um, that's what happened with me and Timmy. I mean, he lived in New York, and then he moved here. And then, and he lived in L.A., and so I started coming to L.A. to visit, and then I just fell in love with it. Like, every time I leave L.A., I felt like I was leaving my home and like where I should be yeah and so when I decided to leave my job in finance which was on the east coast I figured that was the right time to move so that was six years ago okay mm -hmm. so like fast forward you you met someone who lived here mm -hmm. and you guys decided to do the show was it a hard decision <laughs> or sorry, you know someone yeah. <laughs> um was it a hard decision for you to decide to do the show with Brody at the time yeah 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 we took so long to decide whether to do the show or not like I think we probably Spencer approached us about it probably two years ago right and he's been wanting to do it since it ended yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it was an automatic no yeah and then and then over it, time... It was an automatic no yeah. a couple years ago. Yeah. Interesting. Well, also because it wasn't really real. Yeah. Like, it was just kind of Spencer throwing out ideas and we're like, that's not going to happen, so... Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. Boy, was I wrong. <laughs> um, but, and then, the, you know, the reason that I decided, I think you know this, was because you messaged... Yeah, I was like, you guys need to come yeah. on the show because yeah, you were I'm like, going to do it. doing it, it and yeah. so I need you to do it. Yeah. And so, and yeah, so Whitney convinced me to do it. Yeah. I'm so happy that I did. Yeah. And we've gotten closer, which is great. Yeah. But, so, yeah, so it was originally, like, we thought, I don't know, it seemed like kind of a crazy idea to be, for Brody to be back on TV and for me to be on there in the first place because I'm... It's not really, like, my comfort zone. Right. But then I also thought it would be fun. The, the decision really was about whether for us to be able to spend more time together. Interesting. Because he was always on the road DJing, and I was always on the road with, for work with 4A. And so this was, like, a project we could do together. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. So, like, towards the end of the season, um, the audience will see a little bit more of me and Timmy and some stuff that we went through. And, like, I just wonder if you have any kind of like advice or if you feel I don't know that it's something that I shouldn't be doing or you know like <laughs> <Why>? <laughs> well no I think that I think that like my philosophy even with the show and in life is just to like really be authentic and be true you guys are such a good couple like I know you in real life mm -hmm. 
you're not gonna have problems yeah because of that show like you guys will be and you're an authentic person and I think that like as long as you you remain that way and he does which he will then you guys will be good yeah yeah okay good thank you <laughs> um and I want him to be on it so bad so he's do so I funny. I really yeah. want him to I mean he's like starting slowly with YouTube and then I think like quite like getting comfortable with being oh, on camera <laughs> I saw him like screenshot some comments that people said about him uh. he gets so sensitive about it I'm like maybe you don't want to be on TV I know you gotta just not, yeah, not look, look at anything read. yeah so did you have any preconceived notions about anyone going in and like which ones were the most right and which ones were the most wrong let me think well hmm <laughs> I mean, you don't have to answer either. No, I'm just trying to think if I really had pre like if I was really thinking about it in advance. I kind of expected to really like everybody, and I did, and I and I have. Although it it got a little dirtier than I was expecting. Yeah, like with Spencer, obviously, you know. Yeah, and I don't really click anymore. But I but it's weird because we did for so long, and then he just kind of. Right. I mean, flip. sometimes. So that's like the only person that I would say. And now a little break to hear from our sponsor. Listening really does make us smarter and way more connected people. It makes us better partners, better parents, and leaders. And there's really no better place to start listening than Audible. Currently, I am reading one of Reese Witherspoon's book club choices, Where the Crawdads Sing by Delia Owens. It's a number one New York Times bestseller, and I don't always get the chance to sit down and read. So it's so nice to hear you know, so many inspiring voices and amazing stories that really open up listeners to new experiences and new ways of thinking. Audible members now get more than ever before. So here's where I have something for you guys. Members can choose three titles every month, one audiobook plus two Audible originals that you can't hear anywhere else. And you also have unlimited access to more than 100 audio-guided fitness and meditation programs. How amazing is that? With the convenient app, members can access Audible anytime. So whether you're working out at the gym or you're commuting on the go on really any device, it will always pick up right where you left off. So you don't have to worry about that. I know how annoying that can be. Audible also offers free and easy audiobook exchanges, credits that you can roll over for a year and a library you keep forever, even if you cancel. Start listening with a 30-day Audible trial and your first audiobook plus two Audible originals are free. Visit audible.com slash with wit or text with wit to 500-500. Again, that's visit audible.com slash with wit or text with wit to 500-500. And now back to the conversation. Let's go into a little bit of like your social media strategy and just how you view it and how, uh, you know, obviously Instagram has become a business for so many of us. And I think a lot of people think that Instagram is just all about people taking photos on a beach and then posting it and like creating this light, this, you know, like this life that other people want. And it's not that there's so much work that goes into it. And it's really a balance of like hard work and also you know, really needing to be vulnerable so that people actually can connect with you. I'm just wondering, like, how do you strike that balance and, and what is your relationship with social media in general? So for me, it's evolved so much over time because, like, initially I was doing a lot more of the traditional, like, blogger and influencer kind of work when I first launched my Instagram. Right. And, I, and I did that for years. And then, like, I don't know. It just, for me, it's kind of gotten a little tired. And I also think I respect so 
deeply like the really incredibly talented content creators who pour all so much time and energy into it and I just felt like I wasn't as passionate about it as some of them were so right I've been taking a little bit of a step back from like I used to just go and shoot content constantly and I was on that grind like right some, but um lately I, I don't know I just I th it's probably evolved for a lot of people like I think there's so many people who are making beautiful content now that you're kind of like overwhelmed by it sometimes right. And that's sort of how I started to feel like, okay, I want to, I want to like see what everybody's creating. And I, but if I'm going to be doing something, I want to be doing it well and be the best at it. And, you know, so, right. So for me, it's kind of been stepping back and, and, uh, trying to create other businesses and other projects around it and like make sure that I'm staying really motivated and stimulated by what I'm doing. Yeah. Um, so I've actually taken a little bit of a step back from it lately, but I just, but I do think that. Uh, it's amazing how crazy the world has changed because of social media and Instagram especially and like I don't know yeah I mean I think that there are so many people that think that it can be a negative thing because everybody's constantly comparing their lives to other people mm -hmm. and that it really like is a breeding ground for jealousy and for me it's been something very different where you know Timmy forced me pretty much when I was pregnant and not feeling so hot or good about it mentally and physically forced me to talk about it on YouTube. But you're so good about you're so good at it. You're so good. You're one of those people that I'm referring to who's so good at creating content and like you're that's so really on nice. it and everything you make is so good and uh, and authentic. Yeah. And I think that's why it's a more positive experience for you because you are really just are naturally so good at it and real and people connect with that and that's like that's exactly what you want from yeah. somebody who's going to be creating content like that. Total. Do you ever feel a need to be more vulnerable? Like, do you ever think about now, since you've taken a step back, you're like, maybe I, like, need to change my, how people view me on social media, or do you really just feel like you want to take a step back from it? I think that, I don't know, just, uh, maybe if I were to, like, really dive in and be more creating content more consistently that I felt good about and maybe that's what it is maybe I need to be more, more vulnerable on there yeah. and open up more and maybe I maybe I will yeah I think I also know. when you have like a project like you know a business that you're starting which I know you're thinking about like mm -hmm. when you're really passionate about something that will come I think that's what it is too is that like I think I was really passionate for so long because I had 4A go up and I was getting it up and running yeah and so, yeah, I think you're exactly right. Like, I had that business that I needed to get going, and I needed it to be successful, and I, I was, like, just pouring all of my time and energy into that. Right. And you're, I, you just figured out my problem. Yeah. <laughs> Your <laughs> social is media Which is that therapist. I'm in between projects right now. So, right. so once the skincare line is up and going, then, yeah. yeah. I'm sure you're right. I'll probably be more into it then. Yeah, because I definitely didn't really find my voice until I started doing my YouTube, you know? Like, mm -hmm. I wasn't as passionate about it. I didn't want to just be constantly shooting photos just for brands and, like, mm -hmm. being that typical influencer. So I think it's so important to, like, find a, an interesting viewpoint mm -hmm. and really feel passionate about getting the message out before, you know, you start doing something like that. Yeah, and it also, like, there have been times where I've written really in-depth captions and I'm, like, explaining all my emotions and thoughts about something that I'm writing and then I'll yeah. get to the end of it and I'm like, this you is... just delete? I delete it no. and I do some stupid caption and I... Yeah, like, it may, I don't know because I think... I don't know if it's that I'm worried it'll just get picked apart, which I think is what happens a lot of the time. Yeah. If I... If you share anything, any kind of opinion, it seems like you just get 
shredded. I will read comments and I'll read, I'll, I will take in the ones that are like positive and I want to hear other people's stories and I want to have like a safe community, mm-hmm. but I'm not going to pay attention or really like have the bad ones infiltrate me because yeah, like they don't I'm know me. I'm good about not having that stuff bother me, but yeah. it's, it's more just like, it'll set, I don't know it, if it sets off a whole thing. Like I feel like my opinion is not, I don't. Right. Then it will just, then it just goes on forever I, and it's, that's not the point of the post. And right. Yeah. Okay. Well, but, we'll work but on But I that. think I need to, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you can help me. Yeah, definitely. Because I think people do want to hear that from you, yeah. you know? Like, I feel like there's so much mystery. I mean, on the show, there's, there is so much more to you that I think people should know. And I feel like people, you shouldn't doubt yourself so much because people, I do think they would want to hear those Thank things. You. Not that you doubt yourself because <laughs> I think you're a very confident person, but in terms of this. Yeah. Yeah. I do. And now a word from our sponsor. All right, you guys, I'm not sure if you've heard of Tamara Mellon, but you need to. Tamara Mellon is the co-founder of Jimmy Choo, and it's her new brand, and it's amazing, beautiful, super cute luxury footwear. Tamara Mellon shoes are handcrafted in Italy in the same factories as other luxury designers. They only do direct to consumer. So they are delivering direct to you. So you know that they're honest prices and it's not like six times the markups like you deal with in lots of retail stores. You also have complimentary shoe care with every purchase and everything is guaranteed with repairs for up to two years. I got the cutest red slides that I've the other night to like a summer barbecue and I got so many compliments on them. Look them up. They're red slides with like a netting strap with little holes in it. Anyways, they have free shipping and returns, no limit to when you can return, 0% financing available through a firm because obviously luxury shouldn't be exclusive, and a fit quiz, which makes it super easy to find your size based on other brands you wear. Some of their celebrity fans are Michelle Obama, Gigi Hadid, Eva Mendez, Zoe Saldana, January Jones. Anyways, you guys should definitely check out these shoes because, like I said, they're by the co-founder of Jimmy Choo, who obviously makes amazing shoes. For $100 off your purchase, visit TamaraMelon.com, and the code is with wit for $100 off your first purchase. Visit TamaraMelon.com and use the code with wit. Again, that's tamaramelon.com, T-A-M-A-R-A-M-E-L-L-O-N.com and use the code with wit for $100 off your first purchase. And now back to our conversation. All right, so let's go on to more like really fun, light, airy things. Okay, okay the first thing I want to know, I know skincare is really important to you. Um, mm-hmm. We're like constantly talking about products that we use and our routines and stuff. So what, uh, how do you take care of your skin? Like how do you look so good? What's your daily routine? Uh, so honestly, I really believe that with, when it comes to skincare, the biggest thing is like nutrition. Yeah. I think that if you're not drinking enough water, and you're drinking a bunch of alcohol, it's like your skin's going to look bad no matter what. So, like, the number one thing is I try to just drink a ton of alcohol every day. A, a ton of alcohol? I mean, water. <laughs> <laughs> I wish. <no. laughs> Don't Sorry, you wish I that you started to good skin there. was alcohol? <laughs> I try to drink a ton of alcohol. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> yeah. So, tip number one. <laughs> 
drink more water. I know. I, I drink like no water, which is a, 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 a like an issue for so many reasons. Yeah. yeah. So so that I started doing probably like two years ago, and I feel like it's made the biggest difference in my skin. How do also, you drink? How do you like? measure it like how much I make myself drink a huge glass of water first thing every morning with a bunch mm -hmm. of lemon in it because then as long as I've like started the day with with a good glass of water I feel like it keeps me on track throughout the day and then I'll just you yeah. know like make sure I grab a bottle here and there and but good if I start you. the day with a big glass of water, then I'm, I feel pretty good. Okay. Um, and then I try to use all clean beauty products, too, because okay. I just there's just so many gross chemicals in a lot of skincare. And so I think finding good, clean products is really important. And I used to get cystic acne Yeah. Um, before when I would just use whatever products and I wasn't really paying attention. And when I switched to all clean, I my skin completely cleared up. That's like, amazing. I've not had any of that since then. Wow. So... It just, I mean, it's just gross what they put in it. Mm -hmm. um, so I use, like, Pharmacy Beauty a lot. Okay. I love their stuff. Yeah. I With use the F, right? F. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I use their stuff. I use um, Biologique Research. Okay. Which is kind of a cool brand. Uh -huh. And then I use a moisturizer that my esthetician makes at Skin okay. Worship. Yeah. But I just try to keep it really simple. Like, I don't do too much. I'll just, like, if my skin feels like it's getting clogged up, I exfoliate. You know, I do that maybe, like, once or twice a week. I just try to keep it simple. Because I think when you're messing with your skin a lot, too, it, that doesn't work either. Right. I no. know. I sometimes can get, like, really all over the place and try all these different things. Mm -hmm. And then... It's never, it's always like a recipe for disaster. Yeah. I feel like staying consistent is key. Mm -hmm. Do you, are you one of those people that washes your face before you go to sleep every night? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I feel so bad if I, I know. don't. I think people are crazy that like, don't do that. <laughs> speaking of alcohol, even yeah. if I've been drinking a lot and I get home or something, you know, so I do drink. I'm not like an insane. <laughs> um, but if I, like if I will, no matter what state I'm in, I will wash my face. Yeah. Same. Yeah. Always. Like, or have one has of those to wipes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. How do you maintain, obviously, with traveling a lot and kind of what you were saying, like um, a freestyle lifestyle, because you're not <laughs> in like the nine to basic, you know, like nine to five yeah. job every day. Like, how do you maintain a balanced diet? Like, how do you um, look like this? I mean, I just try to, I think it's all about routine, like keeping the right, when I grocery shop, I literally buy the exact same things every single time. Yeah. So like I always have green juices in the fridge. I always have lemons and I just try to keep all like fruits and veggies and that's what I snack on all the time. Okay. Hummus and crackers. Like I have specific things that I can just grab and go and that's what I do. Yeah. To just kind of keep things. It's hard when I travel, I do my best to maintain that and like just keep things simple I feel like like eating out at restaurants I'll just try to order the most basic things so I'm not eating a bunch of like sodium or something that's gonna throw it all off right and I can really feel a difference if I eat a lot of sugar that's the other thing I cut back so much on sugar and that makes a huge difference too like all sugar or just yeah like I'll I'll try to avoid sugar like especially in juices because you don't realize like even in a green juice if you have apple added to it it's like all of a sudden 20 grams of sugar oh my god I eat which so is, much sugar which is like what you should be having in a whole day I just so, always thought that like if you were eating fruit that it was good I know well it's better than some other things yeah. but like if like so when I drink a green juice I'll always make sure there's no fruit in it so that later if I want to have dessert somewhere I can have the dessert and then, right. like, I didn't already have all the sugar in my juice where I don't right. really care about it you okay know? So it's like a lot about moderation for you too, because I know you like like a good bagel and cream cheese and lox. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. when I'm in New York. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I do. No, I'll yeah. do that. Yeah, I eat carbs. Yeah, I love carbs. I'm never Everybody getting those does. up or cheese. Yeah, and what's your workout of choice? I like doing bar, pure Ooh. bar. Mm -hmm. Bar is hard. It's hard, but like I, I mean, I think because it's 
low impact, it just always feels so good. Like I like to feel sore all over yeah. whenever I'm done with a workout. Like if I don't feel sore the next day, then it's I, not it's worth like it I didn't you. do it. Yeah. Oh my God. So I, yeah, I like to go hard. <laughs> I'm like, I like to sweat, but I don't want to be like so sore every uh, single day. I love to be sore from working out. It's the best. Oh my God. Um, <laughs> but I can't, I'm not good at cardio really. Like I'll try to do like 30 minutes on the treadmill every day if I can't. I mean, that's what I try to do. That's so good. But running. I don't run. No, oh, like no, I do like walking. fast, yeah, speed walking and do intervals on hills and that kind of thing but okay that that and bar yeah okay and then let's talk about fashion so what are some of the essentials that you always turn to in your wardrobe like when you don't know what to wear you have nothing to wear Mm -hmm. like what are the key pieces we'll always find in Caitlin's closet Uh, a pair of redone jeans that are like the ankle length Slim cut, you know the ones I'm talking about, Mm -hmm. the ones everyone has. Uh, Because they're so good. Yeah, they're so good. And then I wear a lot of either redone or Reformation t-shirts because they crop them to like the exact right height. Oh, interesting. So I'll wear those and like a pair of sneakers. It's the easiest. That's what I do on a daily. If I'm not having to take photos. A t-shirt and jeans and Mm -hmm. sneakers. Yeah. And then for more fun stuff, I don't know. I think I like to have fun with shoes. Mm -hmm. Um, And then... I don't know. Like, that's pretty much it. Like, I'm, yeah. pretty, I'm pretty simple, Where honestly. do you like to shop? Reformation. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Reformation. I love Reformation. Like, that's my go-to for anything if I ever need. I do that a lot. I shop on, online a lot, too. Like, Forward and... Yeah. Um, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. There's a million places I could list, but, but I just... Yeah. Can't remember them on the <laughs> I can't spot remember right them right now. now. <laughs> yeah. So, what is next for you like what are you passionate about right now so the skincare yes company um which I haven't actually launched yet but we're in the process of developing that so yeah. that's like my big thing right now because I just love learning about skincare everything behind it like the way everything works and researching it just gives my mind a chance to really like dig in and yeah um so that's kind of what I'm pouring all of my time and energy into right now is that and I'm excited for that to get going. I think we actually will have our first product ready, not to launch publicly, but like I'm going to actually see it in real life later this month. Oh so my I'm God, really amazing. excited. Mm-hmm. Oh, I can't wait to try yeah, it. It's going to oh, be good. So great. And obviously you. your finance background will help with the business side of it, right? Yeah, I think my dad's going to help with the business <laughs> okay, side. Okay, <laughs> I mean, that's I what I did. more help than just my background. Yeah, yeah. no, I get that. Yeah, I had... Helpful. Um, for those of you who don't know, I, I used to have a clothing line, Whitney Eve, and my dad had all the background mm-hmm. in fashion, and I, I never would have started it if it weren't for him. So a dad is a good person to yeah, talk to Yeah, and my sister's that. helping. My sister works in marketing, so she's hel- it's like the, my family makes the perfect little business team. Yeah, amazing. Yeah. Yeah. I get that. We're a family of lots of business girls, Yeah, that's too, true. It's there. kind of the same yeah. dynamic. Yeah, actually. I that's came so from an cute. event this morning that my sister planned, and then now at another event that my sister planned. So, yeah. Yeah. Anyways, thank you so much for being here mm-hmm. today. Oh, thank I'm you for so having me. I'm so excited that everyone could get to know you. And I'll sit and chat with you guys now, and we can take some questions from all you guys. And now a little break to hear about our sponsor. All right, you guys, so fall is obviously approaching. Kids are going back to school, and we're thinking about changing our routine. So I wanted to get you guys in the mindset of really taking charge of your health and wellness right now. There's an amazing company called Care Of that makes it super easy for you to upgrade your health routine. The best thing about Care Of is that they can really personalize what you need. So they have this awesome online quiz that asks you about your diet, your health goals, lifestyle choices, and takes 
takes only five minutes to find out all of your personal, scientifically backed vitamin and supplement recommendations. You answer easy questions like how much sleep are you getting or are you looking for more energy or do you need something to help support weight management or what do I want to make my hair as healthy as possible or my skin glow or my nails to grow. Honestly, anything that you're looking for care of has a vitamin for you. It can be really hard, obviously, sometimes to know what vitamins and supplements you really should be taking. So it's nice to have a company like Care Of who makes it easy to find out exactly what you specifically need. Care Of delivers daily vitamin and supplement packs all customized to your recommendations so you're only taking what you really need. And also depending on your personalized Care Of plan, you'll get daily vitamin packs and or protein powder sent right to your door. It's so cute and customized. The packets even say your name on them. You can modify your subscription at any time when your needs or preferences change. What I also love so much about Care-of is that they really care about what we're putting into our body. And when it comes to the vitamins and supplements, they make sure that they all come from the best sources backed by completely honest guidance and transparency all available to you on their website. They also have vegan and vegetarian supplement options available to match your dietary needs and to ensure you're getting the nutrients you need for those specific diets. So... If you guys are interested in checking out Care Of, I am here to offer you 25% off your first Care Of order. Go to takecareof.com and enter the code WITHWIT. Again, for 25% off your first Care Of order, go to takecareof.com and enter WITHWIT. And now back to the conversation. Hi, guys. So now we can have a little bit more of an Uh, intimate conversation. I wanted to just chat with you guys. You all took the time out of your busy lives to come sit and and talk with me here. And so I wanted to just give everybody an opportunity to ask any questions that you may have for me and get to know each other better. And don't be shy because no questions off limits. Hi, Whitney. How are you? Hi, good. Thanks. (laughs) My question is, I listened to your podcast yesterday with Ange. Um, and, Andrea, yeah. yeah no, and you I talked can't. about the Leonardo DiCaprio thing. <laughs> yeah. Are you mortified that that's now out there? Oh, my God. So it's funny how you have a podcast and you know that, like, anybody anywhere can listen to it, but you forget that people actually do. So when I was talking, especially when I'm podcasting with my best friend, I'm so comfortable with her. What he's talking about is, you guys, on this um, week's episode of With Wit, I talked to my best friend, Andrea, and I share the story about how I met Leonardo DiCaprio. Long story short, nothing happened, but I give like the details of how nothing happened and how it's kind of like my biggest regret. And um, yeah, so now when I saw, yeah, so my sister came home from from Chicago and she, it's like one of the first things she told me on Instagram, it was on some news um feed and I'm like oh my god I hope this never gets back to him this is so mortifying yeah how how do I think he feels about that oh I don't think I mean I don't know that he'll ever see it do you think he'll see it I don't think he will you guys won't tell him right (laughs) hi Whitney hi (laughs) so how do you stay so grounded like what do you do to to fill your cup to get like those stories that are created in your head because you just seem on the show and in person just like so real and authentic and grounded so what do you do like weekly to 
to stay to like that. To keep grounded. Yeah. You know, I don't know that it's anything that I'm so consciously doing weekly more than it's kind of how I was raised. I'm the middle child of five kids. And my mom has always said that I have kind of always been like this, kind of go with the flow because I've had to kind of just balance it. I mean, what you guys don't see is that there's so much craziness going inside my brain all the time. So it may look like I'm, I have it all figured out and I'm grounded and, and whatnot, but like, I still have the same kind of crazy, you know, sometimes insecurities that everybody else does. I do think that I grew up in Los Angeles. Um, and so I've been around this, the Hollywood lifestyle and industry. And so I'm not as maybe like impressed by it as a lot of the other people that are on the show are because they were trying to be famous. I kind of just like fell into this whole thing. And yeah, also like my husband tells me like it is too, you know, like he will call me out and I, he's not like a, a yes person. So I, and my family, like I always have people that are, are checking me. Hi. Hi. Um, so you've taken quite a break in between the first time The Hills was on and the next time yeah. or now that The Hills is on. So how does it feel like to kind of be back in the spotlight and on TV every week? Do you feel like your life has kind of changed or people have been treating you differently out and about since you've kind of gotten a break from all of that? I feel like I feel like people are still treating me the same, but I definitely feel like a little bit more uncomfortable in my own skin. Like I have to admit coming here tonight, I felt a little bit more anxious than I normally would for something because it just feels like more eyes are, are on you. So it's, I'm fine with it because I know that it could go away in an instant and I'm not like, I'm not planning my life around this fame or around the TV show, but it is definitely something that like, I don't know, I'm conscious of and can definitely make me anxious about at times. Hi Whitney. I'm a huge fan of the Hills and um, now that you're filming again, like, do you ever go back and say like, I've never said that on TV. They're totally misconstruing it. And do you have to do a lot of like, in real life, damage control because things get edited in weird ways sometimes? You know, luckily for me, that actually hasn't really happened. I feel like maybe when we were shooting The City, when it was more about my personal life, I had to be like, oh, that's not necess- That's not how I remember it going, you know? But it's almost just like you're re-watching your life from other people's point of views. So it's very, it's, it's interesting. I think it's interesting to see outside of yourself and see how what other people think happened because your truth may not always be the actual truth. There's always more sides to the story but I haven't ever had anything I mean other than the the fall which I couldn't control but my fall when on live on Good Morning America which was at that time the most embarrassing thing that had happened to me um and it turned out to be fine but like I haven't had anything else that I've been like oh like I should have never said that or done that she wants to know who would be my dream podcast guest I've never actually thought about that before um, okay, I don't mean to get depressing, but I would probably say, I mean, just for a dream and anything to have a, another conversation would be my dad. Um, yeah, I just, I feel like I would love to know what he thought about all this craziness. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, guys. 
someone ask another lighthearted question so I don't fall apart of here. When you're watching reality TV yourself, yeah. you do what when you're just chilling. Yeah, um, I watch it every night, by the way. Yeah. What do you watch? I watch The Bachelor oh. and Bachelorette, obviously. I watch Real World, Road Rules Challenge, Vanderpump Rules, um, All of the Housewives. You guys, Bachelor in Paradise. Don't, yeah. <laughs> that I like knowing when they've maybe fixed a bit of a scene or maybe when something isn't entirely true can you spot that straight um, away honestly no like all my my husband was a producer on the city and so sometimes I'll look at him and I'll be like do you think oh my god did that happen and he'll always be like Whitney you know that this was somehow like you know, some somewhat maybe manipulated or maybe just like blown out of proportion. Maybe not always because a lot of the shows are really, 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 Good. really real. Yeah. That makes you feel yeah, better. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I think some of them, they're, you know, when you're filming a reality show, like it's not like they're following you 24-7. Yeah. So they, they miss some things or you have to have conversations again. So there's there are times when it's not like 100% authentic, okay. but they really are following following like real real things that are happening in our lives and real relationships like we're not all actresses or actors getting scripts yeah, yeah. I'll keep watching then yes <laughs> yeah my name is Sandra and I'm actually Hi, from Poland oh my gosh and um pretty much the reason why I'm in LA is the hills Aww. and it gets even crazier because um I I wrote my master's on learning English from the hills. No <laughs> way. So I rewatched the show like 15 billion times. And I, I'm definitely sure. not from me because I probably said a also. total of 20 words the whole <laughs> series of the hills. No, I, I can actually, I know all of your lines pretty much. Oh my I God, tell like, me some <laughs> <of my> lines. <laughs> uh, That's hilarious. Good for you. That's amazing. That is really incredible. Thank okay, you. so we um, did something yes, like good and charitable. I actually, you know, um, like seven or six years ago, I was here also just visiting, and Lauren was having like her book sign yeah. signing in um, Barnes and Noble. Yeah, <laughs> I also told her that she was like, "What? I don't know if that worked out so well, but I guess you know I'm here." You're so. speaking perfect English. That's amazing. Thank you so much. Oh, so, so cool. Just wanted to share. Oh my god, that's so awesome. <laughs> Thank you. So cool. So thanks. Huge fan over here. Oh, thank you so much thank for you. coming. Hi, Whitney. Hi. Um, huge fan of yours. Thank you. Um, like you asked Caitlin about her wardrobe staples, what yeah. are some of yours? Like, what's your, like, go-to, like, what every girl should have in her closet? Okay. So, I think, similar to what she said, like, a really good pair of high-waisted Levi's, for sure. I think the perfect little white T-shirt, um... Redone also makes an amazing little white t-shirt. Um, a double-breasted blazer. I have a plaid one, actually, that I wear all the time. A black and white plaid one that I think looks good when you mix it with, like, so many other prints. Um, for fall, like, a good pair of pointy-toe heels like this. Maybe a little embellished or just something fun. Um, also, just easy dresses. I find myself, like, shopping at places like uh, Doen or Christy Dawn or Free People or Anthropology like looking at just easy dresses that I can slip on with a pair of Vans or Converse and like look cool, you know? Hi, Whitney. Hi. Um, so I'm also a really big Real Housewives fan. Yeah. So <laughs> if you were a Real Housewife, what would your tagline be? Oh my God. I got asked this so much when I was doing press for the show. Um, oh my God. You're really putting me on the spot and I still didn't have an answer. 
What what do you think it should be? <laughs> I don't know. It's so hard, right? <laughs> like I don't have anything like sassy like they do, you know? Um, I wanted to say something like I'm wet and I keep that yeah, piece in the streets. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Hi. Hi. I was just going to ask, you've had a lot of business ventures outside of television, fashion, the podcast, and YouTube video, now that you're a mom. What yeah. project do you find you're most passionate about and excited to share with people? Um, there's three things. Can I say three <laughs> yeah. things? Okay. So I had my clothing line, Whitney Eve, for a long time. And that was what I was really the most passionate about. And I feel like being in fashion is what really gets like my creative juices flowing. And I'm launching a collection with Rent the Runway next spring. And I feel like that is something I'm so, so passionate about. Second and third would be the podcast and the YouTube. The podcast and the YouTube are, well, the YouTube is a way for me to really like communicate with you guys, like share with you what I'm really going through and hear from you guys how you, what you think and how maybe this has validated some of your feelings and really create this community of support for one another. And then the podcast, just because I feel like I still have so much to say beyond the YouTube and there's so many inspiring people in my life that I want to share with other people that it gives me a longer form format to actually have those conversations and not get cut off and not be edited, you know? So I feel like those three things are, are what I'm most passionate about right now. Hey, Whitney, I'm such a big fan of The Hills. Um, if you could give younger Whitney any advice, what would you tell her? I think I would probably do what my mom told me to do, which is keep a journal. <laughs> like, I feel like, I know that sounds so silly, but we go through so much and we forget so much and it would be so amazing to be able to go back and see what, like, the 20-year-old Whitney was thinking and see how far I've come. And I also think that I would stay present more. I think one of the reasons why I forget so much or I have forgotten so much is because I wasn't really present in certain moments. And I really think that if you're present and you're grounded in what you're doing right now, that memories will last longer. We were wondering, what are you most excited about season two? Oh my God. I don't know. I don't know. We haven't had any discussions about it yet, but I'm, I'm excited hopefully to just share more of like these projects we're talking about and invite people more into my life to show them what's really going on. Well, thank you guys so much for having me. Come back for the next two shows, next Thursday and the Thursday after, all right? Okay, thank you guys. Thank you guys so much for listening. I hope you loved this episode. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review because I want to hear from you guys. You can let me know what you thought of this episode or anything more you want to hear about. Thanks. Peace in the streets.